0: Not really.
1: (laughs) There once was
0: a town that worked so hard, there was just no time for play. But that all
2: changed on this one particular day.
3: That song is like such an effing earworm, man. It's gonna be Yeah, my man. Head. The whole we we held head. out for a while, man. I, I can't yeah.
4: believe it.
5: That's the uh, yeah, yeah. And you got the creepy old guy in the commercial. So yeah, good on
3: you, man. you know, Mr. I worked Mister Six. Six for a while, but I was like, the it's playtime is kind of appropriate for a party episode, right? It just seemed oh, right, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah,
4: and they did about ten of those commercials, so oh yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. You know that dude's only like, he was like 25 or whatever when they filmed that, right? right, so. right. <laughs> All right. Well, hello and welcome to episode nine of Some Great Adventurers, the podcast for old friends who met and worked for a significant amount of time at Six Flags Great Adventure in Jackson, New Jersey, chat about our time at the park. I am Steve Hicks and my co host are... Scott Loudon. Chris
2: Peluso. i Andy Arletti.
3: All right. We have a a special guest. We'll get to him in one second. Um, Our podcast continues to be made possible by our friends in the Shared Universe Podcast Studio. Please look them up on their uh, direct website or Facebook page if you have any podcasting needs. They can absolutely hook you up. Um, We're recording live via Facebook Live. The video will be available on our Facebook page, and the audio version of the podcast is available, I think, pretty much everywhere now um, after this. so Gentlemen, today we have a special guest. Congo Rapids extraordinaire, Pete Ladati, who seemed like a perfect choice to join us on an episode all about Six Flags parties. <laughs> since at the end of our careers, there seemed to be, I don't want to say dueling, but there were two houses that seemed to have all the parties, and uh, <laughs> Pete was at one and I was at the other. So it seemed like perfect to bring Pete in, as well as the fact that Pete has all that you know, I mean nobody fucking loves the eastern side, but Pete has all that Eastern experience. So we <laughs> we'd bring an Eastern guest on, you know. Um nice. Pete. We always like to start out by having your guests tell us about why and where they first started at the park, when, uh, what they did there, and why in the hell did you finally leave? Um, so I'm gonna pass the mic to you. Go ahead and give
0: us your history. Hey everyone, how's it going? Um Well, I started in summer of ninety-two with uh, Ken Kravitsky, who I think was on one of your previous episodes. Yep. our uh, I think his mom got us like the job, like took us down for the interview, and then we both showed up at the park same day, and we were at the Rapids the whole time. And then um, I was there until I thought summer 96 was going to be my last year, which was uh, I think where all the party stuff was going on. But uh, I came back out of retirement for one month in 97. So June of 97 was when I was done. And what move on.
3: You finished the same time I did. Yeah, I left 97, too.
0: Yeah, and then I moved on because I got a real job.
3: <laughs> <laughs> pretty,
0: pretty
5: much. of us, Pete.
0: <laughs> got it. Now, what did you do while you were there? Um, So I pretty much worked at Congo Rapids the entire time for all five, six, whatever years that was. And, uh, you know, it's interesting hearing all of your stories, how you guys moved around the park, did different things. The most I ever did was, like, hate Steve. For sending me a Bugs Bunny Lamb like one day. That's like my only no, experience out, outside of like the rapids. I mean, I was sending the other water rides in the, the eastern side of the park,
5: but yeah, well, yeah. when you started the best ride in the park, I mean, it's hard to go anywhere else. That's true. Yeah, there's nowhere to go but down from there.
3: <laughs> so, hold on. why did I send you to BBL? Was it just like you were working a double and you so it wasn't your shift, or like what was my reasoning for sending you to BBL?
0: I don't know. It could have been you were just out to get me because it was just one of them days, the heat. Or, <laughs> or you know but
3: was it your shift?
0: I don't remember. So basically I know you were describing how you would have to like, you know, pull straws to figure out who was gonna get the short straw and go. And I think I it was just my turn, you know?
5: Well, or we just like to, you know punish pete a little bit possibly yeah
3: i will be honest one thing that that was very prevalent in adventure rivers was a lot of cocky motherfuckers that would make it very easy to be like okay cocky prick you're going to bbl today (laughs) you knocked
4: out a peg
3: i mean exactly like there were some people that were just quiet workers and some people that were vocal workers you were a vocal worker. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's not an insult in any way. That's literally, if you weren't a vocal worker, you were never going to be a lead. You know what I mean? Like the only time you get a red tag, if you're a quiet worker is if you were like on a tower and there was nobody else there, then like, (laughs) Hey, you got a red tag, you know, but if you're working like the cables or the free fall or the rapids, if you weren't vocal, you were never getting promoted. Like you were literally going to just be left on the dock or at point the entire time of your career, you know? So yeah, well, nothing you wrong know,
0: I, I, I'd like to think there's some skill involved, you know, besides just pushing buttons and pulling seatbelts, because, you know, for a lot of rides, that's what it's all about. But like a big ride, like the rapid ride, there's a lot of stuff involved, like safety and having to know what, what goes on when something goes wrong. And so, you know, you have to really like think about who was going to be running rides like that.
3: That's hundred percent true. Mate. So flat rides, uh, you know, it it came down to the better person, not so much the skill to be quite honest with you. You're freaking just hitting a button and flipping a key, but major rides, free fall rapids, mine train, um, all those rides coaster. Yeah. The leads always had to know what the fuck they were doing. So there's no doubt. I mean, if you were a Congo rapids lead, you knew what the hell you were doing. You had skill there, you know, it, 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 there's no, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Oh, well,
0: except for
5: Scott. I mean, we just I gave it I, 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 mean, I was going to say, he still has PTSD for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Steve gave me a compliment right there. like to acknowledge that. Like a <laughs> backhanded, like, you know, pseudo compliment. But I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. I could see you on the
3: screen getting a big head. I pulled that fucking feeling good. You were feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> I that away real quick. Well, in, indirect, <laughs> but still, you know. But I also
5: want to acknowledge Pete's comment. I do still have PTSD from time to time. I still wake up screaming at Pete. Like, what the hell are you doing, Pete? Like, you know. It's, so oh, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I have to I have to provide an update on that just so you know. So the, the joke goes way back that Scott woke up in the middle of the night with his significant other, and and she called She's to verify that that he she <laughs> was calling my name. Uh, last summer when we were all still sort of in lockdown with COVID, there was a uh, I don't know there's a hurricane or one of those bad storms came through, <laughs> and I get a call about no eleven forty five at night, and it's Scott's number on the phone, and I'm thinking wow this is kind of late for a friendly call. What's this all about? So I answer him, like, hey, what's up? And he's like, oh, shit, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> so And so now I'm like, all right, Scott, I get it. You had to call me in the middle of the night. But, you know, his excuse was that his power was out. And it apparently was. where he lives, the name of the power company starts with the letter P for <laughs> yes. Pico. And that it was just Pico. accidentally dialing. I Somehow I just don't believe that.
5: I it was Pico. Pico. Pennsylvania Electric Company. Come on
0: now, Pete. No, I agree
5: with Pete,
3: man. You you seem, twenty five fucking years later, you still have Pete on your mind, dude. What the fuck, man? (laughs) Yeah.
0: I had that effect on people. What can I say? Clearly, Uh, clearly. Yeah. (laughs)
5: It's like a fungus. Uh, on that note (laughs)
3: after we insult our guest and call him a fungus on that note (laughs) let's go ahead and start talking about the the parties um so parties are you know there's a lot of variations of what we consider a party at six flags honestly i always considered a party anytime we went somewhere with a large six flags group we became a party so you know a party's not just a house party a party could be like we there was a couple of times where we went to other parks and it was just Six Flags people going to like Disney or to like, you know, right. Dorney or God forbid, you know, Traction Action Park, you know, Um those were parties to me, too. Um, I, I there are times where we went to like, you know, restaurants on the regular and there were like a group of 20 of us. And it was insane. Like like it would become a massive fucking party in that restaurant to the point where we would probably get kicked out or be pretty goddamn close (laughs) to being warned to be kicked out like 20 times. So there's a lot of different variations of parties, but I think to kind of kick it off, let's talk about the in-park employee appreciation parties Um, because those are really specific to Six Flags. I The oldest in-park employee appreciation party I remember Where do you guys remember, do you guys ever go to the ballpark back out in the ballpark? They used to have a fucking brick grill. And my memory right Mm -hmm. now, is like that fucking thing was 20 feet long. And that's probably totally old man memory, you know, re-rationalizing the whole thing. It was probably more like eight feet or 10 feet, but it was long. I remember it was really, really long.
2: Are you talking the ball, the ball fields near the parking lot or the yeah. ones out back where the Boy Scouts used to camp?
3: I'm remembering the ones near the – well, I'm remembering the ones where then at work crew, they were just shambles. We would drive back there with our truck, and it was basically the the bricks were all, like, broken down. They were almost mm-hmm. gone. I'm remembering those, and I think those were near the parking lot. So I guess they're down there where, where uh, Hurricane Harbor is now, I guess, at this point. Yeah. They're definitely gone at this point. But they were still there when we left because we used to drive the work group trucks over there and kind of just look at them longingly. I wish one of us took a picture, but I have no pictures of that. But do you guys remember them running ever had, like I mean, my first year? And I'm I, maybe I'm making this up in my fucking old man head, but I actually remember that having a barbecue out there, like having an employee appreciation barbecue with like Jerry Jordan and them fucking grilling. And it was long, it, that thing was insane. Like they, you yeah, can put like a hundred. Grilling. I remember yeah.
2: I always Jerry. remember Jerry grilling. Every party, fourth of July, everything.
4: Jerry was yeah flipping burgers. On the grill. I think it was my first year in rides.
3: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So for me, it was only my first year or second year that I remember them doing it there. And I never remember it there again. Then it was always in the fest house or in the park. But I remember right. one year it was out there, and I don't even remember how the hell we got out there because it's a hike. Like from in the park, it's not easy to get to where that was. Right. But it was so fucking cool. It was like if you guys remember it from work crew, am I am I wrong? That thing was like twenty fucking feet long, wasn't it? It was an insanely long yeah. brick barbecue, right?
0: Like, I I never saw that part of the park. I didn't know that existed. I, I thought you were talking about the softball fields that were near like the employee parking. No,
3: line. it was it was the ones farther out, and uh, it was this massive, really cool brick barbecue. It was really fucking neat. Um, if anybody like watching or anything or, or you know listening has any memorances or pictures of that, absolutely you know, shoot those over to us afterwards through the Facebook site. Cause I would love to see a picture of it if you have any, but um, I even went through the old yearbooks that I have, the couple of them I have that were way prior to my time and nothing in there. So you know, I, I couldn't I, find anything.
0: you mentioned that I was going to say that softball park near the employee parking lot. Um, I know we're talking about all of our parties when we were there, but that yeah. got turned into employee housing. I'm just curious what type of crazy parties went on there after we left. If you got like a thousand kids housed in dorms on the yeah, park. Property? We, uh, I, I know we're
5: getting there. Yeah, we're, we're, we're,
0: we're getting no more than a the we, party. We,
5: we
3: actually, we, <laughs> that, we, I don't yeah. know. That's
0: I'm curious to know.
3: <laughs> we've been talking to people that were so that that got built and was running after our time. Yeah, But there are a lot of our friends still there at the time. And we've been talking to them. So we don't know if that's just going to be a topic on an episode or if we're going to have a whole episode on that, because. There are so many rumors about what was going on in that foreign housing complex. <laughs> like, uh, but I could tell you right now, in a short answer, without ruining our future episode, yeah, the parties were fucking epic from what everyone's told me. Like, absolutely. I'd have insane. to imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Insane, and on grounds, which makes it even kind of like, yes, mind blown. Like, you're like, holy shit. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty crazy from what we heard. um all right. So you guys don't really remember the ballpark one, but, the, um, House, I absolutely remember having employee parties in Festhouse. Um, that, that I actually remember that House. I really only remember like two things really. Um, pre-working there i remember like that's where our parents used to go to get fucking drunk off their asses and then when i started working there the first thing that i went to Fest House for um was besides actually working that area in grounds when i was 15 but it was also where once i got out of grounds that's where i remember a couple of the employee appreciation parties were and i think that was for like two or three years that's where they would generally have them right
2: yeah we would have a lot of them even at night they would have like just for no reason they have these parties sometimes. I remember Tony Roundtree used to DJ. Oh, my
3: God. That's right. And he had all the he had all his fucking records in the Elephant Barn. That's right. Yeah, those totally right. used to
2: be pretty fun. Yeah.
3: Yeah, those were cool. I remember those. Um, Those were always fun. Those were basically excuses to go and really just hang and eat food. Um, But then we had the actual sectional parties. And mm-hmm. those were different because – I don't remember any in the West, although I know there were ones. I absolutely remember a few in Adventure Rivers. Funny enough, as a black tag, the only one I remember were the Game Square ones. I don't remember any rides ones when I was a black tag, but I absolutely remember the Game Square ones where it was like, you know, park shut down and everybody went to Game Square. And all the games were like basically kind of not all the games, but most of the games were free. And you could like play as an employee and shit, which God knows. I wish I had had been a you know full-time game supervisor at that time because I would have been just like carrying prizes out left and yeah. right, you know, but not not when I not when I was younger. I didn't know how to do shit my first couple of years in a park. Those games up until I became a game soup, I had no idea how to win any of those fucking things. But uh what other ones do you guys remember besides the sexual ones? Like honestly, I the, rides the rides ones rides I remember as a rivers.
5: Yeah, I just remember the rides ones like the shockwave. Like every time they had a new ride, yeah, they could party that. around it.
3: I kind of remember Shockwave. Andy, did we have
5: to...
2: Yeah, we had a Shockwave party. We had a Viper party. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know there was a Batman party.
0: Was it was a like my first or... party. There yeah. was yeah. a Batman
3: yeah. party. I forgot about it. That's right. Yeah, that I was like my...
0: Batman. I think my second year, because 93 is the second year. That's when that opened, and they had yeah. a party that night. Yeah. Shockwave
5: was my first year, I think 1990. And then... Yeah, but I think those all stopped, didn't they, before we were done? Like, I don't remember them having any parties toward the end.
3: I mean, I don't know, because the last one I remember was an Adventure Rivers one, so clearly we were still there. Mm-hmm. I don't remember one in my year in games, but I, I feel like my year in games, I even though I didn't know it was my last year, I kind of feel like maybe I did know, because I wasn't as, like, I didn't give a shit about the other stuff that was going on outside of what our group of friends hung out and did. Like, so the bigger stuff that the park was trying to do, I didn't spend any time in the park outside of that. I spent time, like, with you guys, hanging out. But I didn't spend, you know, like in in like the house parties and the beach house parties, I didn't go back to the park and hang out at all that I can remember in my last year, like at all. Like once I left work, I was partying outside of work. I don't remember ever doing anything in the park, to be honest with you at that point.
0: So, yeah. Um, I, I barely have memories of any of this. That's why when you put this up as a topic, I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) I, <laughs> either, I think, gonna say, uh, either that or I just wasn't invited. <laughs> I worked
4: every party. <laughs> and, uh, and I remember Batman being, I want to say Batman was like kind of a guinea pig party, like a soft open for Batman, but I can't remember. Um, but I know it was very early on because everyone was super nervous, even though it was all employees. Um, but uh, yeah, I do remember being there. And for some reason, I remember being cool out. <laughs> and being right, like right. oh yeah yeah well you know you kind of bring off. up an
3: interesting point chris because when i was a black tag and i remember going to them like they were fun even if you were just going to the fest it was fun right. because you would see other employees you didn't know and you end up being like next thing you know you're dating somebody or you're hooking up with somebody you're like hey this is awesome but at the right. fucking the second we became supervisors those parties suck because yeah, then you had to work yeah. them. you never went oh, to yeah. them you never had any fun you had to fucking work them I don't remember working the Batman one, but I think I did have to work somehow around it because I remember not actually enjoying it, but I remember it running. I I remember operating.
4: I remember operating free fall, I think, for a party, too, you know, because that was always hard to find a free fall operator. I remember doing that for one. I don't know which one that was for, though, but it was after Batman.
3: You know it's um, funny so, that might have been I might have had to work the Movie Town water effects during a Batman party I, that might yeah. be why I might have to help out with a fucking ride now that I remember.
4: I, I no. bet it was Viper That would be be I, I place bet it was be. probably the Viper party Probably uh, probably had the East Side open too and uh, I think I worked Freefall that night,
3: I forgot so. you just I actually forgot about that you just made me remember I forgot that the section would be open not just a ride and so right. you, yeah so you'd be fucked because you'd get brought in and just have to work a goddamn ride <laughs> like you right know? So, right. Yeah, I right. forgot so about did that. the
2: kids who worked that ride? Like instead of getting to go to a party, and exactly. Yeah. Friends, exactly. Screwed to work oh, no. that ride.
3: I do remember a lot of us would take their spots. A lot of us would take their spots and let them actually go and enjoy. Uh, yeah, the that's why it was I do remember doing that. So, yeah. so some of them got hooked up, but you're around. absolutely right. Some of them got fucked. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> um.
3: All right. So then there's. There's there's also one of the other things before we start talking about house parties, because that's that's going to be the easiest ones. Um, I remember also doing a lot of rented house parties, like a lot of like like there was um, there was a, a I don't remember who rented it. There was a seaside um, rental. Remember somebody, Scott, I remember you went with me because this was in the time when we were in 140 where somebody rented a house in seaside. And so we used to go and party there. That was for a whole summer. And then Andy, me and you, we had uh, Brian Kaufman at the Pocono house that we went to, I, I want to say a couple times, but there's only, the, there was a one mega time. And I, I think we yeah, went there a few times. Yeah, I think we've been times. up
2: there two or three times. Yeah, winter, yeah, 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 yeah.
3: And those, those were always fun times too, because it's like, you got out of work. And then again, people you didn't know are going to this other area. Like the seaside one was super fun because, you know, we would go to fucking, oh my God, what was that stupid ass, cheap ass bar that had the dollar hot dogs, dollar oh. drinks. DJs,
2: there's DJ. Which one? There was Delmar's, Aztec, Bamboo. Like, where would we going? There was there was oh, a nice. little
3: dive bar that was right on the boardwalk that only had pool tables, and they had like dollar. Every fucking thing was a dollar. You wanted a shot, it was a dollar. You wanted a beer, it was a dollar. You wanted a hot dog, it was a, you wanted a it was a dollar. It was a stare. They should just call themselves a dollar. You know, like the dollar's dollar bar. Dollar bar, um, boardwalk. Well, that's the one where we used to go and get shit faced because then everybody would be playing volleyball, beach volleyball.
5: And I vaguely like, remember there, those. Yes,
3: there was massive beach volleyball, and then we we but we'd like spent ten dollars and be hammered before we ever got to the beach. You know, oh,
5: that's God. why I hardly remember it. Yes,
3: and uh, the Poconos one, Andy. Jesus Christ, man! You you I the remember. Poconos were fun. Well, that those was, were fun. The big man. was New
2: Year's. We went up for New Year's once.
3: I, we went up for New Year's. I also remember you. You earned a a, a nickname when we were there. I believe. Oh, uh. I believe your name was the Slammer, if I remember
5: right. <laughs> A lot of sound... things happened that night. Anyway. Does that sound about right? That sounds familiar. What? In what way are we talking about Slammer? Like, you know, we're
2: <laughs> we talking about, um, were talking about shots.
5: Yeah, don't get excited,
2: Scott. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think we we're taking mind arrays with shots. <laughs> <laughs> believe... The rest of the evening is so fuzzy.
3: Can you guys see my screen right now? What's that?
0: Can you guys no, see I, my sc- I just see your face
3: ah it's not
4: working there Uh, we go there we go there we go
3: there we go there we go
2: now maybe Steve, you're not showing all the pictures from that day. I am you? not showing all the pictures of that.
3: I absolutely not. But this one cracked me up because these pictures are you earning, and there's people applauding. If you look here on the left, there's people applauding oh, you. You yeah, are I'm the king of the world at your... that moment. <laughs> you're getting your slammer title. I don't remember if we were doing fucking dr peppers or alabama slammers i, I don't remember what I don't oh, dr either. pepper shot i'm guessing <laughs> alabama moms. slammers
2: though i'm but, thinking uh...
3: alabama slammers too i'm thinking that too um yeah and then uh yeah those parties would get a little fucking nutty wait i might have one more hold on let me see if i can bring one more up hold on <laughs> All right, tell me when you guys can see it.
4: Uh, there we go.
3: Yeah, hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dry tub. Well, you, you know you're beyond blitz when it's three dudes sitting in an empty hot tub drinking. <laughs> I love when it's empty. It's so
4: there's, your, there's
0: your hot tub time machine right there. Is, <laughs> yeah, right. For real. That looks like uh,
3: so fucking ridiculous. I love it. <laughs> Oh man, uh, what do you? What about you guys? You guys remember any other like, um, like uh, those type of house like parties, like where it was all like timeshares or anything that anybody had?
0: I I definitely remember going to some of those seaside parties, and you know it's funny there there were some memes that were coming out last year. You know when the pandemic was starting, saying, "Hey, if you survive one of those seaside parties, you're pretty much got immunity to the pandemic." <laughs> and I'm That's like, yeah I, "Yeah, I could see that." You know those places were pretty. Well, anyway, they were interesting.
3: That's yeah. true. Although I will say my roommate said the same exact thing about the beach house.
5: (laughs) Fair enough. Shot of penicillin was your party favor, I think. Right. You know Uh, what?
0: One thing I'll say about those beach nights, right? So whether it was the parties or um, like you mentioned all the volleyball on the beach, that was a definite thing. Everyone would get out of the park at night shift. We get down there like midnight or so and play volleyball until the police would kick us off the beach. And um, I'm thinking now point pleasant, not seaside. Uh, you know, I wasn't 21 at that time, right? So couldn't go in the bars, but everyone would be playing volleyball and then the bars would let out at two. And then that's usually when you would get kicked off. And so, you know, everyone would then go for a walk and try to go up to the jetty on the North end of Point Pleasant. And, you know, there's, there's something that happens at the Jersey Shore that people don't talk about, which is sex at the beach, which I always think is, you know, eh, that's sand and comfortable places, not something that's too romantic, you know? But
3: right,
0: right, right. It it's real, You know, um, Chris Chris Rock would always say there's no sex in the champagne room. I'm here to testify there is sex at the beach because you would walk along the beach, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes after the bars let out and down by the water where, you know, the sand kind of slopes down. You can't really see from the boardwalk. You'd be seeing some Discovery Channel stuff going on almost every night walking along. (laughs)
5: Animal planet, you mean?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even, yeah, take it to the next level, Animal Planet. <laughs> now, I'm not saying whether I know any of these people or, you know, if these were any people we know, maybe, maybe not, but I'm just saying it was a thing, it was real.
3: I I, I I can honestly say I've hooked up under the boardwalk before, but we I I stopped doing it because pe- when people walk above you, sand comes down to the no. ground, <laughs> and you're just like constantly getting hit in the face with fucking sand. It was like that was never fun. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, what about the uh, what about the winter break parties? Like uh, there, that was the other thing. So, some people would go to college. Some people weren't college age. But then it seemed like we all went to people's colleges and would just oh, fucking yeah. party, like in yeah. like massive fucking parties. I, I mean there were lots
5: of those, yeah, road trips.
3: There were a ton of fucking ones. I mean, me and – well, we used to do – Scott, we would do the ones with Kenny, um, Kenny Keritsky from our last
5: one with like, the high chair. Pete was – that well, Yeah, I,
0: I remember Scott having a, uh, an appointment with a balcony –
5: Oh, yeah. I and wrap, and uh, Steve
0: needed to be aided to walk out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh,
5: uh, I we are with alcohol poisoning. Like I, believe,
3: I believe that was a cement mixer night. <laughs> yes. Yes. That rings a bell. <laughs> there there are a couple of times when we went to, when, when Kenny and you were, were down there, and then there were also times where we went to where Kenny was um, – was,
0: uh, in baltimore baltimore yeah
3: in baltimore um and because that's where laura was that was the other adventure rivers person was there yeah and uh i i seem to remember the ones though at were your area pete where that bartender would always get to a point where he's like where are you putting them and he would fuck with you because you'd be like yeah i'm sober and then next thing you know you're like I, I i don't even know my name i don't I'm know I can <laughs> yeah those are those are bad um, Andy, our, our time back in fucking the 120 days, I remember going to Stockton, Alex Ivanov's yeah, parties. That's
2: what I was going to say. Or we I'm, get down to brigantine sometime. Brigantine.
3: Place. Um, I don't remember who fuck, whose fucking party it was. It might've been a Horvath one, but Rutgers on Halloween was a huge one. No, That was huge for two reasons for me. One, it was the only time my cousin ever let me anything. He let me his Jason hockey mask. <laughs> and I was so hammered, that thing never came home. I had no idea what happened to him. He was so tough me. And two, it's the only time in my life I ever smoked pot, ever. And But uh, A... I think I was 16 or 17 at the time. So I don't even know if it was just that A, it just the first time. So it didn't do anything. Or B, I was so fucking drunk off tequila, it didn't do anything. You know what I mean? But I never smoked it afterwards simply because I was always like, it didn't do anything. Why would I smoke pot again? Uh, <laughs> so I literally, I guess yeah. because of that one party it was my anti drug party. It literally made me never do drugs. <laughs> so, you <know>?
4: Dude, anything <laughs> that takes down Jason Voorhees, man, you got to stay away from it. I know, man.
5: <laughs> I, know, I, know. I would say that Jason mask probably wound up. And Pete's bookshelf behind you right next to that contraband fine <laughs> on top of his bookshelf.
3: Let me tell you, though, those parties were fucking awesome because we were like, I mean, me and Andy were like fucking 16, 17, and we're in fucking college parties, and we're being, like, fully accepted. Like, it was— I
2: was 15. When I first started working at the park, I was 15. I think I barely drank at all at that time, maybe stealing a few sips from, any you know, the parents' uh, liquor here and yeah, there. Yeah, but- yeah, yeah. But uh, the first part I remember, like being at where I really got drunk, was at Rich Erickson's house.
3: Oh my god, Those were epic! And he had yeah. a lot of
2: parties. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I remember we were drinking, you know, back in the eighties, the Bartles and James wine. Cooler, uh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: that was the entry level drink
2: of wine cooler, right? Exactly. <laughs>
3: I posted yes. a picture after the last um, – after the the Western one of one of Debbie Cohen's parties and uh, now Debbie Levine, and it was literally me sitting there with a two-liter country cooler wine cooler back when they came into two-liter bottles. Nice. And I was like I – t- I was asking people, do you remember when, when wine coolers came in two-liter bottles? They're like, Dude, that never happened. I'm bottle. like, I got a fucking oh, picture. Yeah. I have a picture yeah, of that shit. Yes, dude, yeah, I was drinking the
2: three liter bottles,
3: man. Trig- yeah.
2: you know, going through liter after liter of that stuff.
3: Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it's insane! It's insane, man. Um, yeah, those were good. There are a lot of them too. There were, there were, they I were mean- crazy.
2: I remember uh, Jeff Horvath's house one time. He had a live band at the party. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like these were some big parties. Sometimes the,
0: yeah. the parties were crazy. One party, I, I, I don't know whose house it was, but let's just put it this way: it was, um. You know anyone who knows where great adventure is it's it was a primarily rural area in the middle of nowhere, right? right? Now it's probably almost more built up. but we were at someone's house. it was a pretty big party, and the parents came home or someone came home and kicked everyone out. I don't know <laughs> like it was going the party was going full tilt. everyone was kicked out and you know in retrospect, that probably was not a smart idea of those parents to do that because you know there were a lot of people that were not. Yeah. Shouldn't be, driving, shouldn't be driving a car, let's just say. And so I remember that like, you know, it was, it was out in the middle of the sticks and we got in the car and we moved it. There were five of us and we couldn't, we knew we just couldn't drive. And we just were able to get it somewhere into a farm field. And five of us just camped out in the car overnight. Yeah. <laughs> then woke up in the morning and then we literally had to figure out and we came back to the park and like used the locker rooms and got dressed up and went to work the next day.
5: Yeah. That's funny that was the best time for me was like the parties that you'd go to. We had no idea whose house it was or who, who you'd even know there. Like my first season, I swear, like two or three nights a week, there were those kind of parties where, you know, you would just get a ride with somebody who you barely knew. And you didn't even know how you were going to get home that night. You would just go and get hammered. And somehow, you know, sometimes I made it in the house after the party. Sometimes I just passed out on the front lawn, you know, my dad would be kicking me in the morning. He's like, get up. go!" In the
2: yeah, I remember getting <laughs> lost wrong. all the time. Like Pete said, we, that was a rural area. I remember driving into like Millstone and oh, like yeah. Cream Ridge and all these crazy places, you know, with directions written on a piece of paper, like turn left at the farmhouse and, and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no GPS or smartphones or anything.
3: We went to one, Andy, that I I want to say it was Karen Fanning's that was literally in the middle of the fucking woods. Like, I remember, like, I was like, there's no fucking way there's a house here. And it was, and it was like, but it, it was so cool because we got there, like, they started partying during the day, and we were night shift, so we got there, and it was already, like, eight hours in. So as soon as, like, you're like, there's no way, we're in the middle of nowhere, and all of a sudden, you heard it, like, don't, 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 heard right. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking music, and you're like, this is it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I found yeah, it.
2: 200 cars
3: yeah that was it yeah. and all of a sudden you just start seeing cars lined up everywhere that was the worst thing like so like like now we're talking about house parties like I mean when we used to throw ours that was the fucking one bad thing is we're in a development where it's like you know 75 cars were gonna park to come to that party and our entire neighborhood there would just be like not like all the neighbors would have no place to park their cars if they didn't have yeah. if they parked on not in their driveway And we, most of the neighbors had like one car driveways, So they'd get so fucking pissed at us. And we had them like every other week, like every other week, all summer. It was like, if the party wasn't happening at our house, it was happening at the beach house. So it was like, you know, one of the two was having a party every week. And yeah, we got a lot of trouble. We had live bands too. We, we, We'd have live I, bands until my neighbor got pissed off and would call the cops at 11 on the fucking button every single party because <laughs> he knew what the he knew what the noise ordinance was and so he would just literally wait and as second it hit that time, and then they drive right up and that would be the end of the fucking uh you know, the end of the um like the 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 big old noise complaint thing going on
0: i was was gonna ask how you how you handle that because some of those parties out in the sticks the good thing was there's no police departments out there so things could get crazy all night but where you guys lived did you like come to like terms with your neighbors where they knew hey we're doing this and we would tell them every
3: time and they would literally it was one guy and the one guy was just a douchebag and he would literally just say we're gonna agree to disagree on this you're gonna play until 11 o'clock and i'm gonna call the cops and i'd be like Good enough. <laughs> 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 That's fuck, an arrangement. Fuck you. Now we're going to play even louder until that fucking time. Fuck you, you know? Because I was like, you're just being a dick to be a dick. Like, we always right. had them on, like, those parties were always on weekends. We never had a live band during a weekday because we respected people that had to fucking work, you know? And this guy didn't work, you know? He was also an ex-cop. So it was one of those things where you also had that, like, I'm an ex-cop, so fuck you. I I know the rules and blah, blah, blah. So it was kind of like, which kind of sucked, you know, but whatever. Um, I do remember, though, Andy, when we were underage and we did the 120 parties, I remember one of my favorite things that I always laugh about is that every one of those parties would at one point also get busted for noise just because of the fucking stereo And every one of them, like Erickson's, all of them had a basement. And there would be like 80 people running into the basement in case the cops (laughs) came in the door. And we'd all be like, shh, shh, like 80 people cramming And then as soon as the cops left, you're like, hooray! It was like, just crouched in this little dark area. Holy shit, that stuff used to kill me, man.
2: And some of these people, like their parents, didn't care. Like I remember Rich his house, like his parents didn't care. They they go up and talk to the cops, and we all be hiding. Murbas
3: too. Yeah. mom loved yeah. when they had parties. She was like one of wow. the my my favorite like party moms because she would just sit and talk with you constantly. You know.
0: Well, then it's like two two aspects of parenting. Either like you know you're going to be the the parent who's like really strict, or you're like, no, I'm going to be the cool parent and make sure that it's happening on my watch so I can observe. Yeah, you know, keep it from getting too crazy. But, you know, there's something that goes on, I, and I observed this with my own kids that in the present. I don't know if we could pull off those parties like we used to in the sense no. that they were word of mouth and you just knew about them from the people you were with. But now it's social media, you know, you throw a party. Next thing you know, 400 people show up because it gets out on social media and then the cops have to come break it up anyway.
3: Yeah, it's a different time. Also, l- let's be quite honest. You, you throw a party now too. You, you underage drinking. You, now you're responsible. You'll get sued you get sued out of your ass automatically. It's not like back then, like there's so many different rules and so many people trying to be lit, you know, litigious. It's like, it's yeah, you can't do what we did. We, we lived in a good time, no fucking cell cameras and parents (laughs) trusted their kids a lot more. And, and because there was no, you know, social media. So, you know, they didn't have a reason not to. Now I think, you know, let's be honest. Some parents have a reason not to, they can see what their kids (laughs) are doing, you know? So, um, (laughs) Debbie Levine just joined in and said cops came to her party. Yeah. Cops came to yeah, your party. Uh, right? And then they right. stripped. Debbie's
5: party was a huge party. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, she also mentioned spades and beer pong. Those were always two favorites at the uh, parties.
3: Yeah. I, I, one of the things I loved about our house was that in our basement, we had a beer, we had a pool table and then we would play pool for maybe like a loud pool for about two hours. And then once the party really started going, pool was canceled and then the big old cover came out and then it was beer pong and it would beer pong would go until like fucking two in the morning man those that was pretty awesome and uh i i also remember when <laughs> i remember we all played beer pong so much that we then went to and scott i don't know if you went with us but i know jj it was me jj and i want to say you did and i actually think gary did too we went to zabo's and i zabo's college during the winter and i want to say
5: it, I did not go to
3: that it, it might not have been you then. I'm pretty sure I think Gary did, but um we went to Zabos and we visited and it turned out that they were having a frat beer pong party. Yeah. <laughs> and we were so used to being beer like beer pong at our places where we talked so much shit and we had so much fun. But they don't do that at frats. It's not the same way. And we didn't know Mm. that. So they actually, if this was like a serious thing they did, they had a fucking tournament schedule. They had like a big old fucking board where everybody (laughs) was blacked out and everything. And me and JJ sign up and we start winning. And we just start winning, but as we're winning, we're getting hammered. We're drinking without <laughs> losing. We're just drinking our own, so we're getting really shit faced. And the more shit faced we get, the more we're like, "Ah, you suck!" Come on! <laughs> we're literally like putting the fucking cups closer up, like assholes, like you know, flipping the bird. And we had no idea we we're not reading the room. <laughs> at one point, Rich walks up to me. And he's like just lose the next one. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, just look around, man. Everyone wanted to beat the shit out of us. <laughs> everyone wanted to beat our ass. and We were so used to just shit talking at ours that it was just fun that we had, we were not even noticing. We were too far gone. We got pretty far too. Sadly enough, our drunk asses almost won that fucking thing until rich pointed out like you're about to get beat up. <laughs> we're, like, All right, we're done. We're good. We'll forfeit. But, uh, yeah, those are fun times, man. Beer Pong was always fun. Spades was fun. There were a lot of card games. It's funny. I never played cards back then. And there were a lot of card games, like a ridiculous amount of drinking games. Yeah.
2: I remember playing more quarters a lot. Oh, my God. And, I fucking uh, forgot about quarters, quarters nonstop. Yeah. Holy shit.
3: Asshole. Asshole. Oh, yeah, asshole. Yeah. yeah. I, I forgot about asshole. That. Yeah, asshole. Asshole was fucking fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, you earlier, you said, like, you know, what's the definition of a party? It could be, you know, big... You know, rave going on, or it could just be like you know, five or six people hanging out. Oh, yeah. And when we were like, I know we had the beach house, you had the howl house. Yeah, you know, there would always be something every night. Oh, like I would true. never come home from work and be just myself and my roommates. Like there would always be people that are hanging out and yeah. playing cards or doing whatever until whatever hour of the night.
2: I mean, the Wawa was a party every night if nothing else. I, I was gonna oh, say yeah. Wawa oh, yeah. was. Yeah, like that needs
4: to come night. into it.
3: Yeah, and, I mean. So there there were there were places we went yeah. to. So there was there was Wawa was was like Wawa was funny because back in our day, Andy, Wawa had at the time the Millstone Pub, which I think is now Tommy's, but at the time it was the Millstone Pub, which then burnt right. down and got rebuilt. But we were out able to drink at the Millstone pub underage all the time and get away with it. So what you would do is you would go over and fucking scarf down the, the shorty at Wawa. Then you'd go get hammered at fucking Millstone pub. Then you'd go back and eat more at Wawa. And remember just sitting there on the curb, all drunk, like fucking idiots, you know, like eating and shit. <laughs> trying to get a coffee at like three in the morning. Cause the, you know, the pub closed, you know, but um there were a lot of places like that. There was, there was, I mean, uh, we could talk for like an hour over the fucking outpost. I mean, oh, yeah. The yeah, outpost was pretty goddamn epic. I mean, there were, there were, uh, that was, I think, bigger toward the end, but it was epic the whole time. Like, there were parties there throughout our entire time. I remember parties when we were in the West, and I remember parties. I mean, we basically owned that place though at the end. Yeah. There, there was, a it, it was
4: point. always the last
3: night the park closed, right? That was it. It became spot, the outpost right? thing. Uh, yeah. A lot of the winter were parties there were there too.
2: Yeah, We did Eric yeah. Conover's fashion bachelor party there. Eric that that's bachelor party there, crazy.
3: I remember
0: that.
4: I only heard about that. You're not going to yeah. talk about that
0: yeah. here, but I remember yeah. that.
4: <laughs> I just heard things. Yeah. So is the
0: Outpost still
4: around?
3: I do think it is. I, I thought so.
4: it became, oh no, I'm it, thinking of something else.
3: I, I think okay. it's still there. I don't know if it's still called the Outpost, but I think it's still Probably there. something I'm, else. I'm pretty sure JJ went there like, well, I don't know about now during COVID times, but I know pre-COVID it was definitely still there
0: but I would assume mm. it is because that place was like legendary in a sense. I'd never heard of it until I worked at the park and it was like past the park further into the sticks. And it was like this giant log cabin. You would just show up and like, it was like cheers. <laughs> everyone in there knew your names. It was everyone who worked at the park. would be yeah. hanging out at this bar in the yep. middle of nowhere. And yeah. it was
3: everyone too, because it was like the fucking, like the mechanics, the electricians, like everybody would show up there. That's where I bonded the most with those guys. It wasn't even really in a park. It was like, they would show up there and you'd be like, holy fuck, you know, and then you just keep talking, you know, because when you're at the park, I never really talked about like, hey, you got kids. I never thought to even ask those questions of anybody that was in like maintenance ever. But then when I was at, you know, at fucking Outpost, I would because I'd just be like, wait a minute. Do you have a family? You have to go home to? <laughs> <laughs> it's at three in the morning. Like, are you on a date shift tomorrow? Wait, <laughs> you're going to be doing mechanical checks, you know? <laughs> Yeah, no, like, yeah. Um, I think what made the outpost even better for us, though, too, is when like the, the time when Dan Barbosa was basically running it, he was oh, living yeah. in the goddamn basement. He had a cot down there and was living in a damn place. So it was like wow. yeah. it was that's when it became really party central because it was like, you know, you get, went and hung out with Dan, you know. Yeah. So outpost was big. Andy, we for sh- I would say a two summer period had the old silver tavern in English Town too.
2: Oh, yeah. No, we hung out there a lot. That was
3: that, that was, was another a big great place. place to drink. It was a pitchers good place was, to drink. It was super cheap there. It was cheap. They didn't cart us. They had pitchers um, and they had the best fucking bar pies around. Yes. They had the best bar yes. pies. But uh, that
2: was another place we would show up with like 30, 40 people. Oh, my God. The time. Yeah,
3: they would give us a whole back room. We would always end up in the entire back room. Yeah. Or the front. And they'd be like, please don't make all the noise you're going (laughs) to make. That whole fucking section.
0: Um, You know, I I never went there with any like the the great adventure parties, but like I grew up there. So that was like in high school, we'd always go to Old Silver. So those bar pies, I'm like, I remember that. And and then that place eventually closed down, but I think they're bringing that back. They're building like a whole new building. It's coming back soon.
3: I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, that place was a goldmine for the pizza alone. And it's funny, I didn't know that about you, but I, for a short period of time, our family for one year lived right down the street when I was in elementary school, literally down the street. So for that whole year, you know, pizza was a quick food for my parents, like, you know, because they, they, you know, they both work. So it was like a quick fucking, you know, just go get pizza. And that's where they would always go because they like the thin crust. And their pies were like that, you know. Back then, nobody had thin crust pizza except Old Silver, you know. Mm-hmm. But that was definitely a place where we got shit faced. And all the
0: popcorn everywhere and on the floor too. Oh
3: yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those
0: places. Yep,
3: yep, yep. Yeah, for sure. Um am trying to think what other like, you know. It, it's funny. Like um, one of our friends just popped up here. And it's like Pizza Hut. Pizza was pretty much a party for us, too, because we'd go to pizza and destroy that fucking place before we went to, uh, <laughs> went to the movies. <laughs> I mean, I remember, I remember they would think we were funny, but after we left and I got older, I was like, they probably hated us. Because remember, Andy, do you remember, like, the Western people would put the tip in a cone of all the cups and shit? They would take all the used <laughs> cups, put them upside down and hide the tip in the bottom and then stack everything with the trays on the top. So it was like it was like the worst fucking Jenga game of all the used utility. Like, we were such a bunch of di- and we'd sit at the window. There were like 30 people at the window waiting to see. Can they get the tip? And it's like we're assholes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, so nice. man. Um, nice. Trying to think. Well, what other places? So, I mean. I stuck with our section most of the time. Like I never really veered out. There are a couple times I went to security parties because Alan Heekin moved from ride to security, and I did that twice. But I stopped doing it because it's kind of funny. Like those parties were weird. I didn't know very many of the security people at the time. But, you know, Alan was a supervisor. So Alan's like, who gives a fuck? You're coming with me. And if anyone knew Alan Heken, you don't fuck with Alan and You don't fuck with any of the heekids period. They will, they will kick your ass. And I remember, like, we would go, and the girls would be friendly as shit. And this was back in the day when they had, like, we used to jokingly call them, like, the security bunnies. It would be the girls that were really pretty, and they were hired basically to just be in the queue lines. And they'd be, like, queue line watchers, you know? And... I would. They would be the friendliest, nicest people, and then all the security dudes would be, like, angry, like, who are these guys that are trying to take our women? And that's literally <laughs> how they would be. Like, they would all be hammered, and they'd yeah. be like, why are you here? You don't know these girls. What are you here for? You're just here for the women. And it's like, what caveman party did I come into? Like, it was, yeah. and I remember just thinking, like, Alan, man, what the fuck? And, like, yeah, kind,
1: dude. Yeah, they and were then you he had
3: Heken, who's just like, punch him. Just punch them, just hit him. <laughs> like, like, I didn't come here to fight. What the fuck? You know? yeah. but uh, yeah. I didn't did you guys ever venture outside to any other department? I mean, Chris, you were in foods. Did you actually go to like foods parties?
4: Oh no, I barely went to any rides parties, you know that. I mean, I went, went went I went to your sure parties, you went to I went to your parties, and, yourself, and uh, yeah. I actually my the only party I've ever had in my life was a, a great adventure party, a rides party that I can't remember the details. I don't even – very 80s-like where, you know, they, they you know, the two nerds tell a couple people like in Weird Science and then 100 people show up. It was like that <laughs> shit, man. It really was. I, I don't remember a lot. I just remember, like you said, the cars. I was in a rural street, and the cars, I think, went from like a quarter mile each way. And uh, everybody was super chill, though, and nothing got broken. It was great, you know. Hell no, my parents were not home. You know, that was the only way that party was happening. And I remember Don holding court behind uh, the bar in the basement. He drank all my dad's Remy Martin. That was probably one It was epic, though. He was in his glory. He was having such a good time. He got so ripped on that Remy Martin. It was awesome. <laughs> so I, he was hysterical. But, yeah, no, that was the that was the biggest party I ever had. And your
3: parties were the biggest parties that I went to for the most part. Gotcha. What about you guys? Any of you guys ever delve out of our department area or you guys always just stick with basically rides and that was it?
0: I mean, basically you would meet the people at other parties, but they would usually be from, uh, for, me, for me, it was in rides. I mean, yeah, yeah. you meet people from other departments that would just show up, but yeah, it's like, I guess maybe there was a whole other multiverse of parties out there from oh, yeah. other uh, departments that I didn't know about.
5: Yeah. Well, yeah. The exception of my first year where like, I was just going to whatever party was going on that night. I mean, I don't, I'm sure I went to some parties that weren't rides because I didn't know anybody anyway. <laughs> yeah, but um, true. you know it was like free beer, why not go? So that's true. But then, but then yeah, other than that, I was mostly just rides after that. Gotcha. Yeah. I
3: remember that Debbie. <laughs> Debbie just put put in the chat taking pizza with us to the movies. I remember Eric Pearl, who's one of our 120 guys, at we were <laughs> we were at Pizza Hut. And he ordered all. Whole small pizza and took it to the movies and had it under his fucking jacket. Uh, <laughs> and, and somebody else from our party called the manager over. And was like, "That guy's sneaking food in. Like, I'm sneaking food and just to fuck with him." And they walked over and the manager's like, "Hey, hey." Can you open your jacket? He goes, why? And he goes, open your jacket. He goes, why? I just got fat in here. And he goes, no, open your jacket. And he opens it, and there's a whole fucking pizza. He goes, oh, yeah, pick on the fat kid, fucker. Pick on the fat kid. Fine. I won't bring my pizza in. I'm a fat kid.
5: Leave me alone. I just remember that
3: going on for like 20 minutes. It's not mine. So goddamn funny, man. Somebody knocked him out that he had the pizza under his goddamn jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Assholes. Nice. Oh, talking. man. Um, what else? Uh, let's see. So when we were talking about the the, um, the departmental parties, um, I know there were a lot of – there. a lot of the parties kind of were broken off by section two. So it's kind of weird. Like when I was in 120, I basically did 120 parties. I didn't even delve out of there. I didn't like really party the other section. It was a lot different, though, by the time I was in like 96, 97. 95 then it was a little bit different because i think at that part in rides like you had that crossover like if you work the the cables you're all friends you're a competitor, but you're all friends so it'd be like there'd be a lot of 140 people at 120 party 120 people at 140 party 160 people it'd be a lot more meld you know 150 people will be at 160 parties and 140 parties a lot more of that meld but not when we first started like when me and andy started 120 was 120 And that entire section party together. And it was like, and it was nonstop. Like there would be a party, same thing like Pete was saying, there would be a party almost every goddamn night during the summer at somebody's house and almost a whole section would come out. Like it was kind of insane how much it was like a sectional thing. And were Um, were those
0: exclusive?
3: It, it was just a matter of they were all word of mouth, and we, I guess we had so many people since our whole section came, we never tried to expand. We never really, and you would have, once in a while, you'd have other people show up like a supervisor here or there for like that was, you know, from other sections that might cover 120 would show up and stuff like that. For, for the most part, it was just Western. It was a, like, literally, they were only Western parties. It really, wasn't until I was a soup that I saw parties more expanding out, a lot more different sections coming in
0: together. When you guys yeah. first- Got it. I say when you did the whole East versus West thing, I'm like, okay, that was almost like a joke because to me, you just meet people at parties from other sections. And like what section are you from would be like your opening line sometimes when you're meeting someone. Yeah. You know?
3: Yeah. I mean, but it was weird. Cause that's, that's how like in the park, there was more of an East versus West thing, not in the parties. I think in the yeah, parties, yeah. it was more like a whatever, you know, but I think Scott said it best. There are a lot of times you're just like, you got invited to a party. You just went to a party. You didn't really give a shit whose it was. I think the only reason I shied away, honestly, from going to other sectional or other department parties is because of the goddamn security parties. And mind, you only went to two. Experience sucked <laughs> at both. But after that, I was like, man, none of these people really want us there. So, yeah. I remember
4: hearing you tell us about that, man. I was like, yeah, I don't need to go there.
3: <laughs> no. I mean, it was, it was kind of bad, you know? And it sucked, too, because, like – all those people were nice in the park, but God damn, you went to a party with them and they were drunk. There were some cavemen, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, you know
4: I, I'll, I'll even say this. Like uh, a lot of them were nice in the park. Some of them were cavemen there too. I don't, I don't know. They were cowboys. And they, you know, yeah, they was, were,
5: they definitely, yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I went on a couple of dates with one security chick, and yeah, they were, the guys were dicks about it. Like all of them were assholes to me. I remember that.
3: I absolutely yeah. remember that. Yeah. Yep. 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 I, I also remember some, some, Extremely fun things that used to happen at parties. Um, I I don't remember what party this was. I remember being at a party and hearing the doorbell ring, and happened to be close enough to the door to see the host open the door, and my cousin was buck fucking naked. Uh, <laughs> my cousin he's buck naked, and he's like, "This is a party, right?"
5: I <laughs> and hope just so. <laughs> One of my favorite memories was, uh, when we were at like one of your parties at your house, Steve, and I don't want to say his name on here, but seeing him come full steam, walk into your front door. That was like the, just the storm door. That was just glass. Just did a face painting oh like, yeah,
3: there are definitely some He's- unique fun fucking times, man, for sure. Um, so it's funny, when we were talking about the Beach House versus the How House, I guess what we're talking about here is um, in the last, I'd say three years. So, so Pete, what year did the Beach House start? Was it 95, 94?
0: It started New Year's 95 going into 96. So we uh, there were four of us from the park and we uh, we rented the house off season. We did a full year rental because you go to the Jersey Shore, usually you rent the houses for like a couple of weeks in summer. But if you rent in the off season, they'll rent it for, to you for the whole year for dirt cheap. And of course, you know, we don't have much money. We're making like minimum wage. And yeah, so we started that January and it went the whole year of 96.
3: We, I don't even remember what year we started around the same year. We might've started before you guys a little bit at ours. Cause we, we had the house for a while, but we were basically the same type of thing. We were, we were five guys renting a house in Howell and we just started throwing parties. And, uh, and I've said this in the other podcasts Our my, Whole, the whole way I learned how to party was basically from the Western parties. And it's kind of funny. So we based a lot of what we did, how we set those parties up off of how, like, it was like a family in a Western. So, you know, we would definitely, that was a vibe we wanted. Um, and we always wanted it to be fun. Like, we want there to be food. So, like, my my cousin, we always had a grill. And the grill was always going with hamburgers and hot dogs, which we would buy from the park for, like, nothing. Like, we'd literally go to food I remember those. Buy, yeah, yeah. you buy a box from them. And it was like they charged you nothing at the park. Um, for everything, the, the buns, the, the burgers, hot dogs, it was like, uh, nothing, you know, you pay, you
0: know? pay $10 for a hamburger in the park and we could buy it for like 25 cents or something.
3: It, yeah. yeah. You pay $10 yeah. for the box. That was like enough for two parties, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, we did that, um, we we definitely had people over every night, like you said, Pete, but w- then we would have our, like, once a month, we'd have our theme party, and that was a big deal. And we were dicks about the theme. Like, if we said it was a pajama party and you tried to come in, you had no pajamas, fuck you, you weren't coming in. Oh, like- I did that shit once. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we we were We were definitely dicks about the theme parties because we were like – it, it, the worst thing about it is throwing a Halloween party and two people show up in costume. Now, they're the assholes yeah. because they're like, right, there's 80 right. people here. I'm the only one in a fucking crow outfit. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, the
4: man, yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You managed it well. You made sure everybody showed up. man.
0: Yeah, so so, so how did you How did you do that? Because I, I recently was digging through some old things and I found some invites you sent out uh-huh. that kind of spelled out those rules. Oh, I
4: thought they were just like verbal threats. <laughs> no,
0: <Nope. laughs> yeah, had I'm it right all documented.
3: No, no, no. We uh, yeah, I have them too, and I have a couple of them here. So let me see if I can get back to here. Let's see. Share screen. never thing is never easy for me. Like, all right, there it is. So, oh. All right. So we 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 still have uh, not all, but quite a few of these, and uh, and these oh. are the most wise ass party invites ever. <laughs> but basically we had somebody, we would only let people in, not through the front door, or through the back gate into our backyard. So we had complete control over it. And, you know, like beach party was a beach party. It made sense. I mean, honestly, the reason we had a beach party is because we, uh, whatchamacallit, we We took away the pool from the backyard and it had such a base of sand back there. We're like, we have a beach in our backyard now. Beach party. That was it. It's like, well, it did take a lot of thought, you know?
0: I thought that um, was you trying to compete with us. No, no. <laughs> you were like, oh, they're at no. a the beach house. We'll have a beach party.
3: No, our beach party <laughs> was literally because um the pool was so bad. It was an above ground pool that we would have had to pay to have a new liner put in, a new pump, all that. And we were like, yeah, we didn't we didn't want to put that money out for that. We, we were never going to use the pool anyway. We didn't give a shit. So we basically, we went out there. <laughs> we had like five friends come over, three cases of beer, and one Sawzall. And that was it. <laughs> and that's all it took. And within like three hours- safe. The beer was gone, and the entire pool was sitting in one little pile, and it was just a big pile of sand, and we didn't realize that there was so much sand underneath a pool like that, and so that's why we had a beach party. It was literally just because we had the sand there, so we can get grass in there. That was our whole idea. I had nothing to do with you guys. Um, we had the Halloween parties, which were super fun. Um, pajama Jammy Jam parties, those were also super fun. Nice. And, uh, and you know, a lot, we had a lot of the Halloween parties. I think the Halloween parties were, were my favorite because, um, during the Halloween parties, I, I also loved Halloween and I was, you know, I was doing special effects for films at the time. So I would basically either be right before the Halloween party or right before Halloween, I would build a life-size cemetery. If you guys remember in front of our yard, our entire yard turned into a life-size cemetery. With yeah. headstones, the gates, the entire thing. We didn't populate it with any type of ghouls and shit until either right before Halloween or right before the Halloween party. And you know, so if I had to party before Halloween, then those ghouls went up and they stayed there. But generally what I tried to do is just make it for like the kids in the neighborhood The scary shit and then go up there until Halloween like night. That's what I tried to do. But that was always fun for me because it was like, yeah, you know, at one point Andrew had crashed his car A deer. had hit his front car. So, the <laughs> fender is all mag- so we actually had, it looked like a car smashed through the cemetery with bodies all underneath it. We had fog machines hidden underneath it. So there was constantly like smoke coming out. It looked like it, you know, it was super fun. We had, a, we had a lot of like fun theming those and stuff. Um, and then the other cool thing is like people came in outfits. So it's like, um, you know, that was also cool. I don't know. I think I have one of them up here. Let me see.
0: Oops. I've got one of your cemetery, by the way.
3: Do you? Yeah. I have one pick. Yeah, here you go. So there's my cousin Andy and Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah, I have a, I have a. Quite a few of the the party ones, um, of like the pictures from the part the people at the party and costume and stuff. Not as many as I wish I did though. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, now that I finally pull all my stuff in albums, I'm like, oh man, I wish I had more of this stuff, you know. <laughs> so, but um,
0: but I'm betting the people at the party are wishing no that you didn't oh, have more of that stuff because <laughs> there were no phones back then.
3: I know it's true. It is really true. Um. But <laughs> Brian Queen had just put handcuffs at the Exactly. I was like, what is that? Yeah. All right. So Queen so did. I had handcuffs. I had like three sets of handcuffs. And I had ankle cuffs, too. And once in a while, <laughs> people got really hammered. We would handcuff them like to the toilet. Or we would handcuff them. I think I them. remember that. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes just for fun, we would handcuff them to the doors of the bedrooms and just leave them there. <laughs> and be like, what the flying Fuck, and we're like, Bye, have fun. Bring It usually was hour. warranted.
4: I do remember it being warranted. Like nobody was like, "Ah, oh, don't do that." No, it needed to be done.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> some of them, but some of them, we were just a holes, just
5: having fun. <laughs> for your protection and for ours, we're gonna hang exactly. <laughs> I think you
0: just exposed some repressed memories for me. <laughs>
5: uh, oh,
3: were, were you Were you one of the people that got uh, what did I, you get ankle cuffed to the toilet? What happened? I I,
5: <laughs> I think now I remember something like that. <laughs> yeah, there was like, I don't know why, what it was about the Howell House, but you guys, but like at parties, like, you know, the next day you wake up and you're shaking your head like, did I really do that the day before? Well, that ha- yeah, only happened at your house. And to me, it happened at least like a half a dozen times. <laughs> it's like, like,
3: we Whoa. had a secret formula that most people didn't realize. So we would always have minimum two kegs, but one keg was always high price Sam Adams. So during like, you know, as we got toward the fall, it would always be Oktoberfest or Winterfest. Um, you know, it was always and that was an import. That was expensive as fuck, too. We'd actually have to order it like three weeks in advance at the at the the fucking um, the beer distributor. And it would come with its own special pump that only worked on that keg because it was it was like special order. But that Sam Adams, something about that shit in the keg was not like Sam Adams in a bottle. It would fuck you up and people would be like they'd be drinking the cheap shit and then they'd be like oh oh there's some expensive shit here and next thing you know they are ripped they're just fucking gone and so yeah it led to a lot of crazy shit man um there's also some staples at our house we had viper we had our german shepherd who you could throw a soccer ball and he could catch it in his fucking mouth in the backyard everyone loved that dog i used right. to love when there'd be someone who would be afraid of dogs and come in and be like your dog tried to bite me would be like fuck you leave Dog never hit anyone in your life. You will always leave before the dog. Fuck you. Just go. Like, you can leave. You're like, we already know you're lying. Dog didn't bite you. Fuck off. You know? Like, yeah. There was always that going on. There were the beer pong tourneys there. Um, I mean, one of my favorite things about those parties, like the bigger parties, is that we would have what we would jokingly call the vampires, where, like, we had the basement. And, you know, once you turn the lights off, our basement was pitch fucking black. So the parties would end at about four in the morning. That's really (laughs) when the bulk of the people had already left or passed out. And a lot of people would sleep over. We made a big point of saying like, it's on like every invite, like just sleep over. There's couches fucking everywhere. There's like, you know, there's lots of places. We have blankets out the ass and the fucking, you know, closets, just sleep over. And people would take us up on that. And they're like, and then it'd be so funny because we'd all wake up. We'd like make coffee. We'd open the door to the basement. And then as soon as the light came in, you'd hear, no, shut the door. <laughs> and there'd be like 50 fucking people just in a crowd sleeping on top of the, the, floor on the basement floor, like little fucking vampires screaming <laughs> at the sunlight, you know. <laughs> All night shift employees who didn't have shit to do until like four o'clock, too. So yeah, that was always fun too, man. Um, your house is a little different, it's kind of funny. You guys didn't have the invites. I know that because I tried to find them and I couldn't find any and I couldn't remember. I anything. couldn't find them. Yeah. Your house. It's funny. Like we always, it's funny. Like a lot of people thought we were trying to compete, but we always said like, we don't feel like we're competing. Cause we always felt like our house was like old school house parties. Like what me and Andy grew up with in 120, where it's like, it's kind of safe. Like we're, we're kind of, we're making sure like if you throw up, someone's watching you, no one's going to die. Like we don't let people in or out like, Willy nilly through our front door and our back gate, like front door was locked. You can only come in through one gate and there's always somebody watching the gate. We kind of felt like there was a little bit of a safety thing there. Your house always felt a little more like, like. I'm not saying unsafe, but your house felt more like I was going to the bamboo at Seaside. That's what it felt like. It didn't feel like I was going to a house party. I felt like I was literally going to like like a Seaside party. And it was like, anything could go. Like it just didn't fucking matter. Like, you it's know, and pretty much true. It is. And sometimes I walk in there and I'm like, I feel like I'm on a set of Caligula right now. If I go in that room, or that room. And I, 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 I don't think I'm doing that. I think I'm going to stay out of that room, you know?
0: <laughs> so, you know, having housed the beach, the full year of the off season, th- there were distinctly two parts of that year, which was the off season, which is right. like, you know, the, until like Memorial day. And then after Memorial day, and so the parties we had that were pretty crazy were all in the off season. And you know, you were talking about the police would come to your house yep. in, in the off season down at the Jersey Shore. I mean, the, the police have pretty much a skeleton crew. There's no one down there that really complains. Although we did have, I think our landlord lived like three houses over and complained about music a couple of times. But
3: definitely I remember that.
0: We we had, you know, we had a toga party that was themed. Everyone was came dressed in togas. It was pretty nuts. But once Memorial Day came then the parties just became like the smaller groups of folks hanging out, playing cards and different people showing up because you couldn't get away with anything after Memorial day because all of a sudden they bring in like a summer police force. And we learned the rules very quickly that first weekend about what does it mean to be drinking in public? Yeah. Oh so, yeah.
3: I remember that yeah. too. So, so that like too.
0: You, you, you can drink in your house behind an open window. Yeah, that works. You could drink on your front door, standing in the doorway, looking out in yeah. the street. You can drink on your top step. That works. But if you put one foot on the ground level, on the sidewalk, you're get, you're getting a ticket. I, forgot
3: I remember that was like, it's funny. Like we all have like little rules in our house. That was the only rule I ever remember about your place where you guys were just like, don't fucking step off of this. Like, Do <laughs> not go over there because you guys used to get so much fucking shit about it. I remember that.
0: Yeah, there was no like we didn't we didn't have a, a yard or anything. The house was right up against the sidewalk, and you know there was a little back back driveway area that people would hang up. but mostly everything had to be indoors for us. But yeah, I mean the police definitely would uh, come if you step ground on the ground level outside. Yeah, and it, it you know so I think I, I only recall one party officially getting busted up where police came in and actually everyone went out the back door like rats, you know, trying to escape a sinking
1: ship. And,
0: um, you know, people were dispersing because, you know, obviously, you know, I wasn't 21 at the time. I mean, some of my housemates were, so we, we had that excuse going. But, uh, you know, those were always fun. But most of the time, I mean, it was just the neighbor would come in the off season and complain about the noise, and then and then it would just wind down at that point.
3: Right, right, right. But
0: yeah. it was always always something going on there, which was fun
3: yeah it, it it definitely i mean that's the one cool thing about having those two houses running at the same time though it's like you had a choice like and and we loved it because it's like if we were just like we don't fucking want to have people over our house tonight because we don't want to deal with them in the morning all right let's go to the beach house <laughs> you know it's like there yeah. definitely was always a place to go you know so it was kind of fun
0: um our, our front room was like kind of like your basement that's where you'd wake up and was. there'd be like 20 people on the floor and um this was interesting. So the same thing. It's an east-facing room because it faces the beach. So the sun comes in, wakes everyone up, and they're all up. Yep. But another rule we found out about after Memorial Day is they strictly enforce the certificate of occupancy of how many people are allowed in the, in the building. And so police would come by at like 6 a.m., and if there were more than five people visible in that front room, you'd get a, a, a violation for that. You get a Holy ticket shit.
1: yeah,
0: because yeah, they wanted to make sure people weren't sleeping over and yeah. abusing the house. so yeah, yeah, that was something we had to like pay attention to after the uh, the season started in May. never thought about that, but yeah, it's a thing
3: that's funny. that's all shit. i I honestly think I don't think I ever slept at your place. I don't think I ever slept at the beach house ever because your roommates uh, did. oh I'm I, yeah, <laughs> they were there I, all the time I'm sure JJ did quite often. um I don't think I ever did. I know Andrew never did. um yeah. But we did like going there. I mean, it was definitely fun. It, it was kind of cool. We always had two houses like to go to during that. Like it, it, I always loved it. Cause when I'm thinking about like my last couple years at the park, I always think like, we were like the party guys. Like we had the biggest parties at the time and that's how we ended. You know what I mean? So that was kind of cool right up until the time when we left, even when me and Andy were, and were still in Scott went to games that last year in 97, I was still having those parties because again, I never went to a games party, but a lot of the games, people came to our parties. So it was like one of those things where it's like that was a crossover, but again, I didn't go out of our department. I just had them at my house, you know. But yeah, we had those big parties. It was kind of cool. It's a good way to end, you know. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, so here's here's a little side topic here. Um, what were your favorite party drinks from that time? So oh. like, and what I mean is, there are some people I automatically associate my head forever for drinks. So at our parties. Mike Savage, rest in peace, Big Mike, fucking fireball, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you never want to get cornered by Mike in the basement because he would fucking, he would go down there, find a spot in the corner of the beer pong area, and he would just have three or four full fucking size bottles of fireball. And he'd be like, as soon as he got, you'd be like, come on, man, come on, fireball shot. And you can't say no to Mike. He's you just love Mike. So immediately you're stuck going down there going, oh, my God, this shit just hurts. It hurts. It's like, it's like, it's like hot cough syrup. I don't want to drink this. And you, you have to do like two or three of them, and he would have bottles of this shit, man. So it got to the point where I would start navigating away from where Mike was sitting because I didn't want to do the fireballs anymore. You know?
4: um, I remember
3: uh, Baha'i Chick and me were notorious for about two seasons for fucking Aftershock and Avalanche. And Aftershock was the red bottles, where when you opened it up, it formed crystals inside. And so the joke was, I don't even know if this was ever true, but supposedly they used to tell us at the liquor store, if you open it, expose it to the air, close it, and then put it on a shelf, it will form the crystals. And it definitely did, but I don't know if it's because we opened the bottle or not. I mean, it could have just formed on its own anyway. We don't know. But at first it was just Aftershock, which was the red hot stuff. It was very much like Fireball. Then they put out Avalanche, which was the blue shit, which supposed to be like, so it was like peppermint versus peppermint. uh wintergreen or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, they did yeah. the same thing. It had the, the things. But the worst was they started selling them in like the fucking airplane bottles. And they'd have the little crystals in there, which was kind of cool. But they were like, you know, little handheld bottles. And then it'd be next thing you know, we'd be going to parties. We'd have like eight of them in our pockets. We'd be like. <laughs> and that stuff. You know, We didn't care about sugar back then We didn't think about shit like that But the, there was such a high sugar content into it That it's like I, I just remember my stomach would hurt after that Like I would go for the beer hardcore To try to wash it down And then be wondering why I'm getting stomach pains For like the next two hours But it's like It's just sugar shit that I'm eating yeah. and I'm drinking, you know
5: Yeah, um, Farm was like the source of much of my shame For a long time
3: Strawberry Hill The pear one But I remember Strawberry Boons. What was the
5: Snow Creek Berry Strawberry Hill and um, Cranberry something or other?
3: Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, Hills Scott. What I did, yeah.
5: As we were saying earlier,
0: I'm always going to memorize you with the cement mixers.
5: Oh, that oh, yeah. was well—that was that one time, you know, with uh, what's the guy's name at the bar that we were up top of stairs? I
0: I don't remember his name, but I should
3: because we we knew it by heart. Probably up until really about five years him? ago.
5: He's like, this. that's what you needed when I came back in because I was so hammered that I would have been just as bad as everybody else that night if I didn't empty my stomach right then. So he hooked me up. George, I think was his name.
3: George, that was it. That was it. <laughs> but he was the reverse. Other guys would give you scent mixers or try to make you pute the fuck with you. George actually was cool. George was yeah. like, you're going to have the worst day tomorrow. I'm going to make you something. You're going to hate help me for five out. minutes. You're going to go outside. You're going to come back in. You're going to feel like you're back to normal. It's going to help you. And and he was right. We he would give us a cement mixer. We'd go out. We'd puke over the balcony. If the bar didn't kick us out, we'd go back in and <laughs> literally start drinking again because you, he was yeah. right. You cleared everything
5: out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, here's a beer on the house. I was like, thanks, buddy. And <laughs> so <he> walked away.
3: <laughs> um, no, Frank claimed he made the Mind Eraser. And I don't know if he was right or wrong, but I will say before Frank Uteo, I never heard of the Mind Eraser. But after Frank Uteo, we drank a lot of motherfucking mind erasers. I agree.
2: I remember that a lot.
3: I remember my, we'd
2: always, somebody would always make a big pitcher or a big punch bowl full of red death.
3: Oh my party. god, like, I forgot about the fucking red. Which death. I'm sure to
2: remember what was in that. I remember it was vodka. Um, Southern Comfort, Slow Gin, Orange Juice, and one other liquor that I can't remember. Maybe it was rum or something.
3: All right, I'm but gonna lie. I Actually, it you just
2: mix them right. all in instant parts, <laughs> equal parts of it.
3: I remember Red Death tasting fucking yummy as shit, though.
2: Yeah, exactly. It tasted as like shit. fruit punch.
4: It must um, have had some sort of fruit punch in it to get it red, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. No,
2: the Slow Gin is red. Oh,
3: okay. But it did taste like kool Yeah, no, punch. it would
2: taste like Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And, um, Nice.
0: You know, I remember being, you know, not 21 yet in the beach house. And we had one of these, uh, posts, you know, we had the whole place decked out in posters and everything. And one yeah. of them was a list of like, uh, a picture of all these drinks, but there'd be like little shot glasses with like the, the amounts of what the ingredients would be. And so we spent the whole summer, like as a checklist, going out buying the different liquors to make all those drinks. Cause there was probably at least like 25, 30 drinks on that poster by the end of the summer. Wow. And all I know is by the end of that summer, like you told me, you had your experience uh, where you, you did pot once. And that was it. Yeah, I don't do liquor anymore just because of that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just too much.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I do remember uh, for a while Black House yeah. and Goldschläger were right, like so two, Goldschlager, two, two popular
3: ones for a cup for a short period of time. I was big on Goldschläger. Do you guys remember why? Like I would be open with it back then. I'm almost embarrassed by it now to say it now as as an older man because it's so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but do you remember why I used to love Gold Why I remember
5: well, love, love it. Yeah. No. Because, I don't remember why. do
3: you remember what Gold had in it? The, 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 the little gold,
0: yeah. little flakes. Yeah, snowflakes. So when you poop,
3: you had fucking gold poop. Used
1: to have
3: those and I used to be like, everyone's got to do Gold do Gold And the next day, I'd be like, Did you look at your poop? You had gold poop, yeah." And everyone would be like, I did, I did, because everyone had those flakes. <laughs> Which is so no, yeah. gross, but it used to just that that's where the Beavis and Butthead in me used to come out, they used to make me laugh, man. Gold <laughs> fucking like, and you know, that's why they made it. There's why else would you make it? There's no other reason to drink gold. Come on, you know, <laughs> yeah, gold slogger. Um,
4: yeah, you were big in all those. You you introduced me to something, the Third Reich, and it was this you, you brought it over. I think we were at Millstone Pub, and it was in this goblet. It was, I didn't even drink that much, and you <laughs> brought it over. And it was like. It was easily three drinks <laughs> and it was black. <laughs> <laughs> now, I actually like black liquor, so I enjoyed it. I like, you know, Zambuca and Anizette and whatnot. And all that's all you could take was, the, all you could taste was the Jaeger. But it was Jaeger, Goldslager. What's the other German one? Rumpelmans.
3: Rumpelmann's. Yeah, Rumpelmann's, all three, yeah, those, you know, it's all funny, three it's of those. In a I forgot about that. Yeah. Rumpelmann's yeah, and Black House
0: were the same three. Three
3: three thing. Three shots. Yep. That yeah, used man. to be a fun part of The Outpost and Tommy's, though, is just making up drinks. Like literally being like, like, all right, what are we drinking tonight? I don't know. What do you got? Like, that's why I love Dan Barboza, though, because Dan Barboza actually was a really fucking solid bartender. And you'd be like, Dan, I want something I've never tried before, but I really don't want to puke in the next hour. Got (laughs) you. what is this? You know? (laughs) Yeah. No, I think you started the Dr. Pop Pepper Bombs
4: at outpost too. I still
3: to this day. Two of the only drinks from back then that I love. I love Dr. Pepper, but most bars will not serve it because of the glass shattering. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of them will not do Dr. Pepper bombs anymore. Um, and I still love tequila rose because I do not like tequila, but we used to drink it all the mm. fucking time. But tequila rose, to me, I don't taste any tequila in that. I just taste fucking strawberry you-hoo. That to me, like the, nice. I taste nothing with strawberry. You, I can drink the whole fucking bottle. I'll be fucked up, but I can drink the whole bottle. Those are the two <laughs> drinks still now that I'm like, if I was to go to a bar, I would love to drink those. But otherwise nice. I don't drink any of that shit anymore. All that stuff just will give me a headache or a butt- belly ache. Now I'm like, I am out of how the fuck I did it back <laughs> then. You know? like,
0: yeah. I'm with you on that.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Um, It's funny. I put a note here. I totally forgot about this. So when we were talking about like, like the, 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 the ride parties, we actually had, um, back when the Ultra Twister party opened, and we probably talked about this in the a, in a, in a Western episode maybe, there was a seaside party that we had that was like our own Western Ultra Twister party. And I remember the two, the two, uh, the two Asian mechanics, Hero and Tommy, were just fucking shit-faced. And these are the guys that were actually like basically... You know, they were doing everything on the ride. They designed it. They built it. They were on site. They were working on it. It would fucking break down all the goddamn time. They'd have to be the guys brought in to fix it even after it broke down. And they were hammered. I just remember one of my, one of the funniest things I ever said to this guy is, is, is Hero's just shit face and he's the designer. And I'm like, I'm like, and I was working at the log flume and I'm like, I'm like, Hero, how hard would it be to make a log flume that does a loop? And he looked at me, and he's just so fucking him. He go, one year, one year. I have, I'll have that in one year. And I was like, really? A flume that loops? (laughs) it's one of my favorite memories of any of those fucking parties like out like you know out at seaside and shit because he wasn't like if he could remember that when he was sober i think right now we'd have a looping fucking flume like he was so (laughs) serious when he was saying it i was like we're getting a looping flume man that's awesome you know
0: looping water no. rides didn't work out too well for uh traction park so
3: no uh, <laughs> that's rock. a
0: legend on its own
3: but let me tell you they're fun as fuck to watch in the documentaries man oh yes. yeah, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> i like the animation they made if, if you remember if you saw that oh, the i loop.
3: did i did man yeah that was pretty good shit um yeah there's another party we didn't talk about that that i think all of us did a lot man and that's the tailgating parties man there were how many times did we all go to fucking? I mean, first of all, there were certain bands we all went to. I remember this started oh, back yeah. in the Western days, but went all the way into my other is Where Steve Miller, Steve Miller was a staple. We'd all yes. fucking go to Steve Miller, man, and it was like it was. Those were like the the biggest, most epic tailgating GA fucking parties ever. Like I actually remember one Steve Miller part, like tailgating party where we decided not even to go back in. We had so much food and so much alcohol at the tailgate, and we were literally – they were playing so loud that we were like, why go in? And we stayed out with a bunch of hippies, and there were like 80 (laughs) people just sat out there during a whole concert at the tailgate and and never went in once. And we just – it was epic. It was so much fucking fun. But then there was also – I mean I went to almost every Lollapalooza – horde fest lilith i went to all those with ga people those were all yeah. ga fucking and those were like parties from the out to the in. like you were tailgating and then even when you were inside it was like you, the, the music's playing but you're just in your own little fucking party man you know
0: i remember the party even starting before you would get to those um obviously my, myself on the beach house guys we were on the dave matthews so there were a bunch of those were all grade eight people one of those And I remember the funniest one, I think one of your roommates, so I'll just leave nameless for now. We were stuck in traffic waiting Uh to get into the venue down in uh, Camden. And we we had rented a minivan, or it was someone's parents' minivan. I don't remember. And, um, you know, we were just sliding open the door and going, some folks were going out the side of the minivan to relieve themselves of the party that was going (laughs) on inside the minivan.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I could see that. Um, I I think it might have been Horde where – they, uh, they, we were all tailgating outside. Scott, you were definitely at this one. This is one where I loofahed you and you got really bad at me, but, uh, there, there was <laughs> the porta pots were so far away from where we were yep. tailgating that there was that empty fucking place. I don't remember what the fuck it was. There was a building that was just empty and everyone was just walking in there and just peeing against the wall, guys and girls. So, yeah. so you would walk in there and there'd be like two girls that you don't, I mean, this was like all tailgating area. So it'd be people you don't know. And you walk in, there'd be like two, three girls sitting right there to squatting high. You'd be like, hi, you're <laughs> at the end. It was like the most bizarre setting in the world. And yeah. then you'd go in. <laughs> that was much. also, that was the only time that year I went to so many of those festivals and I don't remember the fucking main act. I remember all the leading up acts, but by the time the main act got the the alcohol hit me so fucking hard. You were joined the party. I I I was like you know, I never did anything stupid, but I, I'm so pissed because there's a couple bands where people are like, You absolutely saw that band. I was there with you. It was the headliner. I'm like, You, you were there with band. you. And then the worst is I would I like I kept all my stubs. So I look at the stub and I'm like I was at that fucking concert, and then I'm like, "Wait, I remember this band, this band." Oh, I blacked out by the time the headliner. Got I thought up. it
5: was uh, Blues Traveler because I remember Blues like,
3: Traveler. I don't remember them playing at all because I, I was
5: so angry about that point, and I had such a headache, and that freaking harmonica was blaring in my ears. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I was. I was not having a good time that
3: day." <laughs> <But> <laughs> that, that was definitely hornfest because nothing to
5: do time. with Steve Lufa, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, the loofah, the loofah thing here. I'll, I'll get, let you guys know what the loofah thing was. So Scott and his his girlfriend at the time were having little bits of arguments, and we kept like we kept going over to where the merch stand was, and she kept trying. She for whatever reason she thought I was going to take her side against Scott. So it's like, she would literally be like, it was just the three of us there. She's ripping into him for stupid shit. That was just dumb as fuck, especially while you're like trying to enjoy yourself at a fest. Right. We're all shit face. And finally she's like, what do you think Steve? And I don't know why the fuck I did this, but I would just look at her and I just go, loofah. I love loofahs. Loofahs are awesome. Stop loofahs. Wash with a loofah. You will love it. And she just was, it would just, I, I thought it would be later, I think, in my drunken mind. But instead, it just got her madder. And so then she'd look at it and be like, what the fuck is your friend saying, loofah? What the fuck is the loofah thing? Do loofahs? a hidden message, right? And now I'm just getting a kick out of it. I just keep on like, spring. loofah. Uh, I literally made him have a living hell by trying to deflate it by using the stupidest, most calming word I could think of at the moment. I don't know why, but Lufa just sounded like a calming word to me. You know?
5: All right, I was already in hell. It didn't matter. You didn't make it any worse.
3: Pretty goddamn funny. Pretty damn funny. Wait a minute, I might have another picture to share. Hold on. Let me see. Let me share my screen. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, Hey, here's a party picture. Ah. (laughs) Nice. Now I'm not gonna say why I'm putting this one up, but maybe it has to do with loofah. We'll just leave it at that,
5: okay? (laughs) Oh, okay. I think I got it. Who is the girl licking your cheek?
3: Uh, Lufa Scott Lufa.
5: That was her.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was her. He's blocked it out. Nah. Wait, wait, wait. I'll, 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 I'll let me see if I can go one better. Hold on, maybe I can go one better. Hold on.
0: I remember that jewelry being part of the theme of one of your parties.
3: Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. Eat, eat, eat it jewelry. Yeah, 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 we would just get fucking smarty, um, smarty uh, wrist blade, like bracelets. We would buy them like by the box. We would get like five hundred of them, and they were called Eat Me parties. And basically everyone got one when you walked in and you're allowed to walk up to anybody, guy or girl, we didn't give a fuck and say, may I eat you? And basically <laughs> you're just going to eat a smarty. The theme was you were supposed to eat a smarty off the bracelet. If somebody did anything else or meant anything else, that's not what we meant. We just meant a very PG family eat me party. That's what we were doing. <laughs> um here's here's another one this is what most of the parties would look like at the end i love this fucking photo oh <laughs> wow that is what most that's of the parties a great one. would look like at the end right i mean that was kind of like i don't even know where the fuck this one was from but this one cracked me up
5: hey that's me sitting at the back to the camera that's
3: you that's me oh yeah oh yeah wow. <laughs> actually pete that's you i think we're right to the right I think it is. It is you. Wait, yeah, is that- You know what?
0: I probably I have pictures from this party. I think that's uh well, I guess do that- we want to say where it is or no?
3: I have quite a few from this I, party. I don't even know what party it is. You can say I whose think, party
0: it is. I think it's your roommate's party at his parents' house.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. It probably is. You're absolutely I'm I'm pretty sure you're right now that you're saying that. Yeah. I think I have I have maybe me- one more interesting pick. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Oh, yeah. All right. I got one more pick. I'll show one more pick because we're, we're getting close to our, our end time. I'll show one more pick. This this is why I stopped partying with Scott. This is literally <laughs> why I stopped partying with Scott. All right. Tell me when you guys could see this. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking face, man That's it After he started making that face at his party With those fucking devil red eyes I was done I was done.
5: I think that picture was from down at Townsend, right? It is a
3: Townsend It's totally at Townsend, yeah there's, awesome. there's pictures from that same one Where but um chick's Baj- doing I'm a little teapot Because he lost nah. the drinking game <laughs> Good times <laughs> Good times All right, guys. I can't believe it, man. We're almost like at wrap-up time, man. This shit goes so fast. It's so fucking crazy, man. All right. Well, uh, anybody else got any final words on partying?
0: It was a great time. Lots (laughs) of good memories. The ones I I still have.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It is. Yeah, it's true, man. It's so funny. People bring up shit about the parties all the time. And I'm like, that happened? And then they'll say something else. And I'll be like, Oh, that did happen. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's amazing. There's some things that stick out so clear in memory. Like, oh, I remember that. I remember that. But then, you know, you're talking about like the handcuffs at your party. I'm like, oh, no, I don't remember that.
3: I, I'm pretty sure I have pictures of that. I'm pretty sure, man. And, and, and I will say, as always, after our subjects, I usually throw some pictures on the Facebook page that, you know, relate to whatever our theme was. So uh, there may be some pictures going up afterwards. Uh, you're safe, Andy. I would never put those pictures up. You're safe, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, this has been a blast. Um, signing off for now. I am Steve Hicks, and my co-hosts today were Scott Loudon,
4: Chris Paluso,
2: Andy Olavi, and Peter Ladati.
3: Awesome! Until next time, as always, folks, make it a great day. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Bye. Guys.
1: Guys. Bye.